0: my name is joseph carlson and this is episode 167 of gaming with grief and i'm calling this episode the division impressions but i want to remind everybody this podcast will hit my website www.gamingwithgrief.com monday morning at 7 a.m please go there support the show leave a comment let me know what you think of the show rate the show and uh give me any suggestions there you can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. I'm also on Spotify. And the audio version of the podcast does hit YouTube day and date at 7 a.m. just like on the website. So if that's how you want to uh, listen to it, that'd be great. There, uh, However you support the show is great. You can also write to the podcast at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Um, yeah, write me there, let me know what you think of the show, give me, you know, some kind of, uh, suggestion, things like that. If there's a game you're thinking about you want me to review, leave it there, that'd be great, and, uh, um, I'm also on Twitter at Just Little Joe. and like I say every episode, but I'm terrible at, I will try to get better at promoting the show. So, yeah, you didn't walk into a time warp, I mean, I've checked several of my old episodes, I don't believe back in the day, unless I missed something, because, as I've said before, I was really stupid, and I named a lot of the old podcasts, um, you know, unique names, which is terrible when you're trying to go back and research old episodes. Uh, you know, I guess a few, I mean, several episodes ago, I tried to be more, uh, you know, just more matter of fact with the names because I thought, oh, it'll be clever if I come up with a funny name. But now you can't really find anything, and I don't, I do give descriptions of the episode, but even those are a little bit incomplete, and I don't know um, you know, really what I'm, you know, what I've done before. So when The Division came out, which, um, was 2016 for my records, it came out basically on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on, uh, the 8th of March, 2016. It was developed by Massive Entertainment and published by Ubisoft. There was also, um, I think Raven Software was involved. I know Red Storm Entertainment was involved. A lot of people were involved in making the original game and there's a lot of really weird real world crossover with the game so if you don't know what the division is uh it's like many tom clancy's game that uh, tom clancy games that uh, ubisoft develops there's a cover based system it is a third person action game so the camera is behind you uh they literally draw a line on when you're playing to show bits of cover if you hold down x or a your meter will fill up on the cover and your character will run to that point or you can hook around a corner there's all these ui things which is a really interesting way in the game how they describe it but i'll get into that later but i um you didn't walk into a time warp i i think with the division i've been thinking about it more and more because of covid obviously and the division if you don't know is based on a real thing which i did some research and I was kind of blown away. There's two things. So there's Directive 51, which apparently uh, is something that the government has um, kind of come up with to plan for the eventuality of uh, the continuation of government. Um, The unclassified section of it is from FEMA.gov. So if you type in FEMA.gov Directive 51, you will get a a plain text um, thing. Now, I don't believe this is marketing from massive or ubisoft because this is has a dot gov thing and i think if they were to create something like this it would be under their website where you could read you know their version of this continuation of government i'm not going to read the whole thing but the purpose of this is i'm going to read directly from this uh, it's called the national continuity policy and um It says one, the directive establishes a comprehensive national policy on the continuation of federal government structures and operations and a single national continuity coordinator responsible for coordinating the development and implementation of federal continuity policies. This policy establishes, quote, national essentials functions, end quote, prescribes continuity requirements for all executive departments and agencies and provides guidance for state, local, territorial, and tribal governments and private sector organizations in order to ensure a comprehensive and integrated national continuity program that will enhance the credibility of our national security, posture, and enable a more rapid and effective response to and recover from a national emergency. Now, the reason why I'm reading this first is in the division. There is something else that is a real thing. that is written up by John Hopkins uh, Medical Center. If you go to centerofhealthsecurity.org, which, again, I don't think is – some weird marketing thing from um massive and um ubisoft because i think this would get them in a lot of trouble but there was an operation called dark winter and what dark winter was was the training the training tabletop exercise is based on a fictional scenario the inputs experts use for modeling the potential impact were fictional it is a teaching and training tool for public health and government officials and right here this is what it is On June 22nd and 23rd, 2001, the Center for Strategic and International Studies, the John Hopkins Center for Civilian Biodefense Studies, and ANSR Institute for Homeland Security and the Oklahoma City National Memorial Institution for the Prevention of Terrorism hosted a senior level war game examining the national security, intergovernmental, and uh, information challenges of a biological attack on the American homeland. Um, So basically, that's what the division is about. A, um, a scientist named Amherst uh, with some other people basically created a strain of smallpox that was uh, mutated, and he put it on the money uh, around Black Friday holiday season. That's a setup for the game, and he did it in New York, and he, and he put the money in circulation uh, right as people were shopping, and he, he created the virus to have a seven-day incubation period. Now, I remember hearing about this in 2016, one, thinking that's Amazing marketing, but it seems from what I can research online and the internet is always right. this is a real thing. So these people sat around and said, "What if?" And I've heard this actually happened with 9/11. They got many after the towers went down. Uh, I heard uh, not even anecdotally, there was articles written about it how uh, writers and artists were invited to the White House because the White House wanted to do better encapsulate like what else could happen? We never thought uh, terrorists would use a plane what else do you think and they came up with several scenarios and i don't think any of those have been drawn up maybe there's been a wargaming situation but i think it was reflecting a little bit more in the division 1 because of covid uh, i'm not going to be political at all as anything politically about covid but what i'm saying is uh, it is weird to look at the steps that they took place and there's many articles uh, that ubisoft and massive did where they went to these places in the first game it's new york they take a one to one creation of a section of manhattan times square i'm not that familiar with manhattan but there's a lot of um there is many i think it's midtown manhattan there's a lot of uh maps online what they did is they did a one-to-one creation of manhattan uh barring actual goods i read that was one of the things they had to do you know uh, a lot of companies don't want to be in like post-apocalyptic games so what they did is they got their own um kind of ad uh, designers and um like graphic designers to come up with their own ad campaigns uh like their own coffee they basically did their own version of Seven Eleven. there's movies that they came up with they did their own graffiti in the city um to basically show uh the city uh you know as it as they wanted so that way they didn't have to get permission from anybody to do you know anything detrimental to their brand apparently um the reason why i bring all this up is you know uh In the beginning of the game society has collapsed and you were a division agent the strategic homeland division the shd which basically you are a sleeper agent that is a u.s citizen that has expert training either by um you either go you're their former military they go to you go to facility you get retrained in these this cool new tech because it's tom clancy tom clancy was his tech like Mines that roll around and attach people and explode or like turrets that are automated or like healing technology, which is all fictional. But anyway, uh, there's several waves of division agents that can be called up. And the the thing that they're all attached to is they basically have a watch with an orange uh, ring on it. And in the beginning, when that goes off, the agents have basically been activated. Uh, the game sets up that the first wave of division division agents have been have disappeared into the dark zone, which is a set section of Manhattan that was quarantined off because it was like the hardest hit with the virus, and it was also where they were trying to deal with sick people. And again, I have started thinking about all this because of COVID. One, the game was free on PlayStation, so I just started playing it again. I have over two hundred hours playing it on Xbox. But if it was free, I thought, well, I'll dabble for a little bit, and you know what? I think I'm gonna finish the game again. The gameplay is really, really good. But I don't want to really talk about the gameplay because that's been talked to you to death. I want to talk about this in light of COVID, and again, I won't get political. But the steps that have been taken place in government are are, are pretty. Uh, I mean, they're set in place, and there's this whole thing to like you know uh, actions that take place that put things in motion, and also the the fact that. This is really like an endgame scenario for the fact that this virus, the green dollar flu, uh, the green pox, the smallpox, whatever, um, there's tons of different names for it in the game. Um, this really decimates society. And it seems like the only way that if you're immune to it is if you have a genetic disposition for whatever reason, some people survive. Um, during the game, you go to different facilities and you try to research what's happening and why. Uh, You try to get materials either for, um, I really, one thing I do like, and again, you're you're probably listening to Joe's Call Game of Grief, I don't understand. The idea that society would shut down and we would have to call a sleeper cell of US citizens to take back a city is like a really fascinating thing uh, to consider. And and again, I'm not going to get political with COVID, but you know, it is a small example of uh, something else terrible that could happen and um i wonder if those because of covid that the those kind of um the original dark winter and maybe the directive 51 maybe those are being reevaluated because luckily for some covid was not as terrible as some people thought or maybe it was as terrible i mean if you lost a family member that that is tragic but I think with the duller flu in the game, uh, it's more susceptible. It's more deadly. And, um, you know, how does that affect everything then? I I think for me, replaying the game, it is a little bleak. There's a lot of things of, like, wash your hands. Zones are quarantined off. uh, You have to wear a um, respirator when you go into certain areas that have been, been contaminated. There is a server bank called Isaac that is run by human beings you find out later uh, that is feeding you information from a satellite and how they explain that is that every division agent has a contact or contacts in their eye that basically displays um, GPS locations um, you know like where certain goods are uh, and also you have a comm you have basically a satellite link that looks like a walkie-talkie that's strapped to the top of your backpack that gives you a satellite um, link, and you're able to talk to either other division agents. You have a like a woman in the chair, Fei Lau, she's giving you information, or uh, other um, JTF, which is basically all military basically folded into one branch called the JTF after the attack on um, on New York, and so that way everything can be coordinated, so you're working with the JTF. They don't really talk about rank. I think what I remember, because I have both art books, there's one just called uh, I, I have all this uh, out for a second. So they have um, they have like the art of The Division, which is really good. I have that. It's just basically art from the first game. There's a little bit of stuff that's descriptive about how they came to design the world. And they've been right in there. It's very difficult to design a world where it's based on real things like knee pads and pants, because that's basically what this is. There's also um, Tom Clancy's The Division, The New York Collapse, which is basically like a strategy guide or uh, not a strategy guide, but like a survival guide, which is actually in the game. It was written by um, Alexander Irving, uh, Irvin, Irvine, which I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He, I really like it because one, you find the pages digitally in the game and you can read the actual book. There is like subway tokens, like in the book, like physically printed in the book. And you could see, um, you're following, uh, I did not write the ones down. But you're basically following someone as they're trying to survive in New York during the outbreak of this. I've also read Broken Dawn. That was also written by Alex Irvin. Uh, Really good. Uh, Just a prose novel. Uh, Just a normal novel. Really good about two agents. Um, There's a new uh, book coming out called Recruited. I'm definitely going to get that. It just came out this year. That's why I haven't heard of it. And there is a comic called... I don't know how to pronounce this. It's called... uh, extremist malice which probably just extreme malice uh there's three of those comets there's one there's extreme malice one two and three basically it follows a division a couple division agents and they're going on a mission which is really cool there's also um oh wow uh yeah there's two things that i need to get i really liked um all of the extra stuff around the division. Uh, what was written about it, uh, the world of Tom Clancy Division came out when the Division 2 came out. Uh, I talked about that in another episode. But basically what the world does is break down the quarantine in New York, how the agents are trained, and the different factions that are in New York, and how everything's going to be put back together again. And that's what I read to kind of research this. They went more into D.C. This takes, D.C. takes place in the summer. Uh, that's Division 2. I think that came out in 2018. The division one came out in tw- er, twenty came out in twenty twenty, uh no twenty yeah it came out in twenty eighteen, Um and then uh yeah I mean I don't know, this is kind of a strange episode but, I guess I was just thinking about this more because like I said because of COVID it is, uh fascinating and strange to me that I don't think the developers um you know uh, predicted the future but I do think it is a window into possibly what could go on if this if if covid got much worse you know in the lore for the game they talked about how the president declares martial law uh because um there's food shortages there's rioting, and with the factions in the game that you're fighting in the first one it's basically like some no-name thugs the rioter or the the rikers rioters rikers the cleaners which are the worst faction in my opinion. Uh, because they use flamethrowers, which are very annoying, and have an amazing range for every flamethrower I've ever seen. There's also the LMB, which is like a private military firm that broke from the government. And uh, basically, like, everybody has their own territory, and you're trying to break them up. And I think this is a fascinating thing for, you know, you there's these things called echoes in the city, which are just a fancy audio log. Your um, contact lens reconstructs everything, and you see how... Uh, people live sometimes people are on grain lines and they attempt to get food from the jtf but riders come through and shoot uh people and they flee and in other uh um, echoes people try to eat a dog because they don't want to starve and it's sad because the dog's alive and they're trying to get the dog to come to. Him. basically they're just still frames of like this orange glow which is kind of the thing for the division and you just hear people talk there's also this investigation you do where there's a um, pharmaceutical company called Key Kicks? Z-Kicks? Anyway, she works for a uh, pharmaceutical company. I think her name's Jessica Walters. She figures out that there is a way that they can manufacture a cure for, it's like right when the virus hits, and they don't uh, want to give it up to anybody. So uh, she ends up getting hit by a car, strangely enough, because uh, she was going to go to the police. So there's that. Um it is weird. There's just enough, um, there's just enough, um, you know, uh, um, sorry, my dog is being very annoying. One second. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, my dog was trying to dig for something, which is weird in a den. Um, anyway, it, this game to me is like a weird kind of confluence of fiction and obviously, post-COVID, a little bit of fact. You know, um, how do you, how do you uh, keep people safe with allowing people to still have their freedoms? I think that is fascinating. I definitely recommend the game if you like third-person action games, but it is kind of a slog. I mean, looking back, I, I, I said I wasn't going to talk about the gameplay, but let's be honest. If you have 163 of a collectible, that's too much. Please don't do that. Some things are like 20 or 30. That's all good. But 163? Come on, Ubisoft. Ah, oh, jeez. Mwah. Jeez. Obviously, this game is free. They want you to buy the DLC. I've already played that. I'm probably not going to dip into that. I mean, I don't know. It's something where I've just been reflecting more and apparently doom scrolling. And so that's why I had to do this episode. You know, this kind of thing would affect people on so many different levels. You know, your health, safety, family, things like that. It's It's amazing to me that this game... You know, again, I don't think it was predicting the future, but there is a Dark Winter thing that John Hopkins ran with those other agencies. There is a Directive 51. So it sounds like they use these things to be like, hey, what if this was a game? And it, it's kind of uh, kind of scary. So um, I don't know if this is a good, happy episode or not. But I think I will leave you guys this week. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingosgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, write me uh, you know, an email, let me know what you think of the show, or give me a suggestion of a game you want me to play. Or you can find the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and the audio versions will go up on uh, YouTube, day and Date, with the podcast on the website. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Just Little Joe. I think with that, I will talk to you guys again next week.